Hey, everybody. Welcome back. HSC Podcast 54. Got Big Box Steve on the mic. Got Big Smooth and Fresh Wes back after missing last week. So we got the whole crew. And we got lots of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, also, if you're watching this and uh, you want to see our picks, we'll have another video with our March Madness picks. You can check that out. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and like uh, both videos. Uh, will be available, but if you are watching this, we appreciate you guys watching, and and don't forget to uh, you know uh, leave comments or anything you want to hear about. Happy to talk about that. But today for fifty four, we are talking about we're going to talk about NFL. Um, maybe get into NBA stuff if there's some stuff you want to talk about there. But uh, also March Madness has started, so it's my favorite one of my favorite times of year. And uh, we're going to talk a lot of March Madness today. Uh, but given that it is free agency and lots of stuff happening, trades and free agent signings and all kinds of stuff in the NFL, uh, we got to talk some NFL. So before you guys, you know, get all upset about what's happening in Vegas, uh, <laughs> let's just talk about the, the Bears trade for a second. Um, so what's interesting is I, I mean, everybody's talking like this is the trade of the century, you know, best trade ever, you know, like they couldn't have done any better. Um, I was a little disappointed that they didn't wait a little longer, but I'll, I'm not disappointed in the trade per se either, because I think they got good value for what they traded. And, uh, but you know, they're talking about like polls of some kind of, GM master now. I'm like, dude, okay, first of all, you know, up to this point, he's already done some stupid stuff with with uh Claypool, you know, and and I wasn't super happy with the Roquan move, you know, and so yeah, he this is a decent trade. So what are your guys' thoughts on on so the Bears give up number one pick, they move back to ninth, they get uh so obviously they got the ninth pick. They get a first rounder next year, a second rounder the year after, and DJ Moore. I think also they got a another oh pick. second round. Uh, yeah, so they they also got a second round this year. So think about it. If you look at it, DJ Moore is like a number one receiver, a one A. So the going rate, he would have probably been a to trade for him a first round pick. So if you look at it, you got three firsts, two seconds for the number one pick, which is pretty good. I I understand why they did it early, because now they could set their free agency. You know, they know they're not going to need, so now they know what they need to get. At nine, they'll probably get the an offensive tackle, probably. So, you know, they went out and got a bunch of middle linebackers, I mean, yeah, to take over for Roquan Smith. Instead of well, painting. you know, what's funny is like I saw they're talking about how you know it was a good move with Roquan because now you got these two linebackers and free agency for the same price as you would have paid Roquan Smith, and so you got two for the price of one. I'm like, I don't care, those two aren't as good as Roquan, so <laughs> you can give me both of those, I'd still rather have Roquan, yeah. And they're both upside guys, they haven't really shown that they're close to the level of Roquan Smith, right? Right. But, you know, the Bears are trying to get young. Obviously, Poles knew that he messed up with Claypool, so he got DJ Moore. 
So at least you got DJ Moore and Mooney and Clay Clay pulls a th- a three now. So right. That helps out. Yeah. I don't I mean, like I mean, Claypool's not terrible. I mean, he's a big no. guy. He's not he wasn't worth a second round pick. That's no, yeah. That was that was that's the problem I had with it. And you only um, get him for one year. Yeah. And I, the only thing I think it was is but who knows now with Jalen Carter. But I wouldn't I didn't want them to move out of like the top five to get yeah. one of those top defensive players. Yeah, I really wanted Anderson or Carter for sure. Um, and, well, I mean, Ken Carter could slip, but yeah, that's a little disappointing to me. So I, I didn't want to go out of the top five, but they obviously did. Uh, Wes, what do you think? Um, well, I mean, of course, Bears want, you know, they need a lot of picks on defense. So they're going to trade down. And they tried to deny. Maybe they get Jalen Carter. Maybe not. But, you know, just like the Raiders defense, they need a lot on the back end. You know, they need a lot of – I mean, to have a good defense, you need backup for backups. Dollars to it. It's like, you know, it would be nice for either the Raiders or the Bears to get Jalen Carter, but if you don't, it doesn't really matter, you know. You're going to get a lot of good picks. I think the the Bears should draft defense. The trade for the the first pick, of course, that makes sense because they don't need a quarterback. Everybody wants a quarterback. You know, they you know the Bears really didn't have a choice. You know, are yeah. you going to sit there the number one pick? I mean, Jalen Carter's gone. I mean, Jalen Carter effed up. That's all there's to it. Are you going to take Will Anderson? No, he's not worth the number one pick. You know. Everybody, you got you got so many teams out. You have four quarterbacks if you take in the top seven picks. The Bears had to trade down. Well, Unless yeah, so the quarterback. What about the uh the trade back to trade back? You know, like you trade back to four and then you either stay there at four or five or whatever, and then if nobody offers you good enough, you're at least you get Will Anderson or Carter. But if if not, now you go back to nine again. Well, the, the, the thing about capital. that is, the thing about this is, I think there's a new NFL now. The new NFL is this. You know, you sacrifice the top ten. Like, there isn't one player anymore that's worth a top ten pick. You want you want a bulk of good players. Of course, Jalen Carr is an amazing talent. Of course, Will Anderson's great. But there is something in the NFL called injuries. And the best bet is to, I mean, if you look at the Patriots, how many great players did the Patriots actually have? It was just a systematic way of backups for backups, good players, players that knew their roles and i think some teams like like with the eagles you know look what they did with jalen hurts it you know you did it's kind of the new model in nfl it's great to have a nice superstar but you don't you don't actually need it if you know what you're doing well then if the eagles have tons of superstars on their team yeah <laughs> uh the eagles Ooh. are stacked that, that's for sure. So who's our superstar? 
Well, didn't Hassan Reddick like lead the league in sacks? They were there. I mean, AJ Brown is a top. Huh? He's a superstar. How many Pro Bowls has he been to? He's a great player. He's a great pick. But Mary that was a, that was a that was a good draft pick. What has he's ever done in the NFL in the last five years? The uh, the Patriots okay. or the 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 Eagles level of players across all their positions was very high. Now, yeah, I you can't you maybe you don't call them all superstars, but yeah, you're talking about almost every position they had good players. Really, no, they're not better than average. Those yeah, are so. good players. We're talking about superstars. Okay, Darius Slay, five Pro Bowls and All Pro. I mean, yeah, that's Slay, Fletcher yeah. Cox. How many Pro Bowls and all, all Pros does he have? Um, I mean, <laughs> AJ Brown. Yeah, uh, there's a big difference between I think Eagles and the Patriots for sure. Uh, when I look at those teams, like I, I think the the Eagles had a lot more, ta- more a lot more talent than like the Patriots teams did, as far as top to bottom. When you look at like all the positions across, how the many board, Super Bowls did the fucking Patriots win? How many Eagles? How many Super Bowls did Eagles? Yeah, win? here here's the difference, Wes. The difference they had is Tom freaking Brady. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> It's, they had Tom Brady. So if and and this is what you're saying, then the Raiders are going to win Super Bowls because Josh McDaniels is doing the same thing. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about. Yeah, but that's what he's doing, man. right? Get a You're bunch talking of about players. one person. You're talking about one person that went and was a coach for the Broncos and sucked. And I think everybody okay. should learn from the mistake when he wins. It's organizational but, management. I think it is, a, and that's what the Patriots had. And they that's had what, what the Eagles have developed too. But we're not talking about superstars here. You tell me one superstar on the Eagles. One superstar. What is your? What is your? What is yeah, your I mean, definition the, of a superstar? The yeah. What's what's a superstar? Devontae Adams. Well, I mean, AJ Brown had just as good numbers as Devontae no, I'm not Adams. About, no, 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 AJ Brown's not a superstar. Their numbers, the same. their numbers were the same. Their numbers were exactly the same. It's one of the top five corners in the league. And is he still with the Eagles? Yes. He I resigned. Oh, you resigned? Oh, yeah, they resigned him. I mean, okay. so there is a, there is a, uh, I mean, I understand, you know, what you're saying because there is a, a, a valid system to, maybe not paying or going after the highest, you know, the most expensive guys and putting superstars or really like uh, not even superstars, pro bowlers. We'll call them pro bowlers in place. Right. Fletcher Uh, Cox. I would say he's a superstar. Uh, Six pro bowls, three second team, all pros, one, all one first team, all pro. And he's a super bowl champion. Yeah. But they have plenty of good players. I I don't think that's the, uh, the issue. I think that, the issue is, is you know, can you put together a lot of these good players and get to Super Bowls and win, right? I mean, let's talk about the, the Kansas City Chiefs for a second. Kansas City wins the Super Bowl this year with not a lot of good, great players. Like, you got Kelsey and Mahomes on offense. Yeah. You know, and so they go and they have two superstars and they win the Super Bowl. 
So it it goes it goes both ways. Patriots could do it, you know, with with mediocre, but they also have the goat, so that's helpful. You know, it's like Michael Jordan. You know, you, it's the same. He wins six championships. You got Michael. Well, Patriots also yeah. have Gronkowski, arguably the greatest tight end ever, or second now. I mean, right. that's a superstar. Yeah, but not not a lot of them though. Yeah, but they had a couple superstars, right? Richard Seymour is a Hall of Famer. Chandler so Jones have, before he went. I mean, he is a. I don't know that. I mean, I know the what the Bears are trying to do. Like, we get that. Like, they have to build up their team because they're weak at so many positions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why they're going after picks and things like that. Uh, but you never know what a guy like Will Anderson or Jalen Carter can do for your team. Look what Aaron Donald did for the Rams. <laughs> Not saying Jalen Carter is Aaron Donald, but it does, he could be. You know, uh, Will Anderson could be uh, uh, what's his name from the Cowboys, you know, uh, Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons. Right. So you could get a game changer out of those. Uh, instead, they're going to go back and they're going to get a tackle. You know, that's probably what they're going to draft at nine. And tackle's not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> tackle's not going to win Super Bowls for you. Right. So, um I, there's good and bads to it. I, I I love the fact that they got DJ Moore because I do like DJ Moore a lot. Like I think he's he was underused and underrated in Carolina. Um, if they use him properly in Chicago, then he could be uh, definitely a Pro Bowler and and make a, a an impact. So, um, all in all, I don't think it's a bad trade. Like I said, I wanted to hear you know your guys' thoughts on it. I mean, I'm still not calling polls this GM wizard at this point like everybody else because I don't think it's – you have the number one pick, right? It's not that hard. <laughs> it's not like you're coming out and – Oh, did you guys freeze? Or did I freeze? Well, you get him back. Oh, there we go. I froze. <laughs> I was like, I was like, who froze? <laughs> um Anyway, what I'm saying is uh, I just don't think uh, you could put polls as this GM master at this point. You had the number one pick. Like, it's not that hard with the number one pick, right, when a lot of people want quarterback. So, right, when you already got your quarterback, yeah. Right. You're not a wizard at this point, right? Like, you you know, all you did was trade the number one pick. Uh, uh, But free agency is a whole other thing. So uh, let's get to, to the Raiders here. Uh, Jimmy G. So Jimmy G is a Raider. So you get rid of Derek Carr and you sign Jimmy G. You guys, I know, I know the the initial thought was you're upset. Have you changed your minds a little bit? You know, are you feeling okay about it? Like, how are we feeling about Jimmy G? He doesn't cost that much, but then they didn't do anything with the extra money. That's the irritating thing. It's like, let's just sign a bunch of former Patriots players. That's all they've done. They haven't signed one quality start. They had, what, the third most cap space? Right. In the NFL. Bears make a splash. They signed two up-and-coming linebackers. The Raiders, they signed Jimmy G on a contract that makes him, you know, not really the the guy. He's the guy for maybe a year, but it's, it's they're going to get a quarter, another, they're going to draft a quarterback. Maybe it's not the first round. Maybe it's like Hendon Hooker, you know, something like that. 
So Jimmy G's not the guy going forward. He like, you know, one year maybe. And then they like they sign Marcus Epps, <coughs> who's a role-playing free safety off the Eagles. And that's it. That's it. Like Wes said, they need so much help on that. Was the whole thing. It's like, okay, we're getting rid of Derek Carr because we're gonna save his cap money and finally get a defense. Nope. We signed a backup linebacker from the Steelers, a pseudo backup starting safety from the Eagles, and that's it. That's the only defensive players that they've added. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean. And they traded Waller. You trade Waller away. You haven't signed anybody in free agency. I mean, what does this look like for the Raiders next year? It's called a rebuild. Lots of this. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's it's called a rebuild, but the problem is, I'm sure Josh Jacobs is not very happy about it. Oh no, he's not. And Devontae Adams is trying to be nice about it, saying, "Hey, stop trashing Garoppolo," which I think it's a little too early to trash Garoppolo because honestly, anybody can fucking throw Devontae Adams and be a Pro Bowler. Because that's how good that's how good Devontae Adams is. The problem is he's not getting any younger. You don't have a lot of time. Yeah. And if they're gonna sit there at the seventh pick, kind of my thought process why I didn't want I didn't destroy anything in my house because the stupid the idiot, the fucking how stupid they are, is because I think they could sit seven and they could still get Richardson. Or, I mean, Levis, or... Either, here's the thing. Either or, it doesn't really matter. But they don't have to give up anything to get them. And if they fall fall to them, fantastic. If not, there's always next year's draft. Right. And I say, though, I don't think the Raiders are going to be bad enough for next year's draft. Really? Well... Wes said, I mean, um, I mean, I mean, dude. you have I mean, Devontae Adams, you still have Josh Jacobs, I know. right? Yeah, I, yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, Garoppolo, Garoppolo is a good you're gonna win at least four games. Garoppolo is a good quarterback, you're right. Like, what are you? Uh, it's like, an, the, it's I mean, almost like having car, but it is it's like, like it's the same thing. He's better than you know, Sam Darnold or Desmond Ritter or. Dude, you know Garoppolo. You never know. Garoppolo might ball next year because he has Devonte Adams. It's yeah, Devontae but he's not. He's not yeah. Patriots oh, system. He knows it oh, so I'm well. Oh, I'm in trouble. I'll just throw it to the best wide receiver in the NFL. I, I imagine Devonte Adams is going to get a lot of double coverage. Well, I mean, well, they got Jacoby Myers now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Jacoby Myers, and, and that made Darren Waller expendable, is what they right. said. Yeah, a, another made the receiver. Worst play in NFL history. I forgot. <laughs> uh, and so, then I watched. I watched on Twitter and watched all the Raider guys are like say, like, this is a guy. Of course, he plays for the Raiders because he <laughs> threw the ball. To the doesn't it? Doesn't this though spell trouble? If so, one you have Jimmy G only guaranteed for what a year, right? Well, he's set for three years, but they can get out of his contract. Right. So technically it's two years 
and then they could cut him for like pennies. Yeah. So what you're saying though, if they don't take quarterback this year, and then they come, they finish, you know, whatever, uh, you know, six and eleven or seven and ten, right? Yeah. They're getting a mid pick, so they're not going to get Caleb or you know if Drake May comes out or anybody like that, right? So now you're looking at going into year three with Jimmy G and you're still not making the playoffs and you don't have a backup. You guys are 100% right. So if you think, if you're playing for the draft next, or let's say you have to go quarterback this year. You have to go quarterback. If you're sitting seven and Richardson falls to you, great. But it's probably not going to happen. They can bring in Garoppolo to lose. Now you're a mid-level team, and you're right. not going to get Yeah. They, they didn't bring in Garoppolo to lose, right? So they're definitely not tanking next year, so they're not going to get a top-five pick. Well, yeah, because Josh McDaniels is going to get fired if they – Yeah, right, he'll get fired. But, you know, first of all, Josh Jacobs is a solid running back. He's going he's gonna to have a good year. <clears throat> they're going to win games. They ha- they're going to have – and Jimmy G's a very good game manager. He's going to hit his checkdowns. He's going to, you know, uh, Devontae Adams is going to get his 1,200, 1,300 yards. They're going to win games. But that, like I'm saying, that puts you in a three-year position where two, three years later, you don't have a quarterback anymore. Right. Well, I feel like they're going to move up to three with the Cardinals. And that uh, the Waller pick is going to go and then, you know, more of a package because they have to, because unless they go <coughs> Hendon Hooker in like the third round. No fucking way. He's 25 though. Yeah, he's old, but, but he's good. He's solid. He's all right. That He was good at Tennessee. Right. You might as well, well wait till next year. Here was, here was my thing. You know who they should take because, you know, Talking like Tom Brady, they want to find the next one. Good old sixth or seventh round, pick up Stetson Bennett. Yeah, well, that, Stetson that, that's, Bennett. <laughs> that's a given because you can get him like in the fifth or sixth round. Right. And so there, there are people debating about Baltimore getting him and say, you know what? <sighs> we'll, we'll, you know, we don't need Lamar Jackson. We'll get Stetson Bennett. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I kind of, I mean, I get it. He can con a ball, but you're taking a big ass risk. I mean, yeah, but he he's an older quarterback too. He's 26. Yeah. I mean, the, the big isn't thing he? From he's me, older than Lamar Jackson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the ideally, the person and West said it, but I don't think he's going to be there at seven. Ideally, Richardson is the pick, right? Because he can sit behind Garoppolo. He just had and too then, good of a yeah. combine, though. And then he can sprinkle him in in like packages. Yeah, oh, that's I, why they have to oh, go to three. Yeah, you could. But you know, yeah, you could. Here's here's the issue that I or what I what I an an issue, but I don't think that they would hesitate to take Levis at seven. Oh, don't they? Whoa, 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 what? But here's the thing: it's either or, right? Because I not? think I think I think a lot more teams are willing. They want Richardson. They don't want Levis. Levis is the most likely person to drop. To, to be available. Right. Absolutely. Seven. Yep. Yeah. I think if you get a quarterback at seven, you're getting Levis. Because yeah. Richardson had too good of a combine. He's going to go top four. Well, the Seahawks will take him because they can 
Well, yeah, even if, yeah, if he's there, they're probably take him. They probably the wouldn't take Levis though. Take him. The Seahawks wouldn't take Levis, I don't think. But if Richardson was there, I think they would take him. But I don't think he'll be there. I think your top three is going to be Stroud, Young, and and, uh, and Richardson in the Wait top minute, who's four. The, are you saying Arizona's going to take Richardson? No, no. Arizona's well, going to take out. Anderson. Or, or trade out. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But if they don't, I think Arizona should take Anderson personally. I think they should stay where they're at. And I think they could use Anderson. But what you're, what you're talking about is Carolina, Texans, and the Colts all need quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Stroud, well, Young, and Richardson, right? <laughs> Although no, I think, I'm I the think, Colts, I think the Colts would be more likely to take Levis. Yeah, because he's more ready, and they're yeah. going to want to start him right away. They have no plan, backup plan. Yeah, they have, well, whoever they if, take is going to be a rookie starter. What if Richardson goes one or two? Well, that's a possibility. Then now, you now, did you guys the watch the combine? Right. Did you see that crap at the combine? Did you see Richardson throw the football? Ridiculous. Yeah, dude, like he, seventy yards, just like that. Him, it was you like see him in, uh, you see him and Stroud going back and forth, dude. They yeah. were both throwing 60, 70 yard because, dots. Because because I think I think that's the reason why Carolina went to one. Like everyone's like, well, who's they gonna take? I was like, I think they're gonna take Stroud. Maybe they take Richardson at one. Hey, that's what I said. Well, and remember how many years two years ago, who was it that goes, you need to check this guy out? Right. I was telling you guys, check out Anthony Richardson. Well, Carolina, you know, you think about Cam Newton, right? This is a similar Cam Newton. And so that's why I, I think I he's a better passer. Carolina. Yeah. I'm no. Yeah, you'll have to see him in the NFL to make that conclusion. But uh, either way, I think he's a very similar prospect when you and Carolina could be like, oh, we got another Cam Newton on our hands. Um so this that's why I think Levis personally is the only one that'll be available at seven because I I can't see those three guys, Young, Stroud, and and Richardson not going the first three quarterbacks. It's just too hard to, to imagine that. Maybe, maybe if I mean, even if you're Indianapolis, do you really pass on Richardson? <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter. He's Richardson's not going past five, right? Because Seattle will probably take him if he's there. Yeah, right. That, so that's 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 why I think the Raiders can get a pass here to a certain extent. It's like you do have a choice. It's hard because Levis, of course, he's gifted too, but you you don't really have anything on Levis. We don't know who Levis is. We have Mel Kiper. Mel Kiper yeah. is like, oh, yeah, he's like the next Tom Brady. He's like, he doesn't know. Nobody knows who Levis <clears throat> is. I watched a few of his games. I wasn't that impressed. Yeah, he's all yeah. right. Yeah. He's a big dude. I mean, he looks like yeah. a bodybuilder. He, he's, he's, got, he's got the physical attributes to be a he good does, quarterback. But That's that for sure. Mean anything. Yeah. I mean, you got Bryce Young. I mean, honestly, if anybody's more proven, it's Bryce Young. Right. And everyone's like, oh, he's too small. It's like, of course he is. So was Drew Brees. And how did Drew Brees do? But you have to set up everything for him. Can the Carolina Panthers set it up perfect for him? You know, Frank Wright's the coach. No, he thought I think... Frank Wright could do all this stuff with everybody yeah. else, and he didn't. 
I think Bryce Young's going to the Texans. I think I think uh, Carolina takes Stroud or Richardson. Yeah, I did and I think Texans take Young. I think I think Carolina's taking uh, Stroud. Yeah, I mean the safe pick is Stroud, right? For for Carolina. Oh. So. Stroud has got a cannon for it all. But Young, I think, is good for the Texans because he's he can come in, he'll play right away. Texans are not as bad as their record. They have a good, strong rookie running back. You know, they're they're they got a lot of picks. I think Young's good for them. Um, so I think it's, that, that's I think, interesting. I think their problem is they just need to be go. They need to go back to the Oilers. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, Pass the draft for a second. Uh, any free agent moves? Uh, any teams in free agency that you know making good moves? Any surprises in free agency up to this point? Uh, I thought I thought the Waller trade was a surprise. Obviously, to me, I don't know why you would trade Waller. Um, but Denver um, really going after offensive line. Paying so, way overpaying for them too. Yeah, they're over. But you know, everybody said Jacksonville overpaid last year in Jacksonville. That worked out for them because Denver they need to they need to run the ball better and they need to protect Wilson, and so they paid for it. Yeah. So here's one. So the Bengals lose both safeties, but and Hunt Hayden Hurst. Yeah, Hayden Hurst. But they just totally redeemed themselves. You know who they just picked up? No, I didn't see. Orlando Brown. They signed Orlando Brown? Yeah. I mean, and that's what they needed. Because, you know, I like Bates, but he's not, you know, I'm not paying him what Atlanta did. That's for sure. Um, The other one, I went to Carolina. He, Juan Bell, his contract was a little bit better but right right um so yeah that's gonna be tough for for cincinnati to to re uh you know fulfill those that secondary but getting orlando brown that's crazy man uh because you got to protect burrow right yep so that's a big pickup for them Um... wow Man, I I thought I wanted to go to the Bears, but I know the Bears are gonna draft the tackle, so that's probably why they didn't right. push too hard. Plus, they don't want to spend that much money when they aren't right. You know, he wants doesn't want he wouldn't want it. He wants to go to a contender. Right, right. It's like, and oh, it's, I was on the Chiefs. Now I'm gonna go to the Bears. Right. He probably he probably got a huge contract too. Yeah. Yeah, it was four years, sixty four, or let me look here. Yeah, she's not that big compared to. Yeah, that's not huge. Um, uh, four years, sixty-four. So yeah, so I think let me look at his replacement. Um, yeah, Jawan Taylor, who's not as good as Orlando Brown. He's just younger. They, they signed him for a bunch of money. That was crazy. four years, eighty million. Why would you? Yeah, I could. I didn't understand the Jawan Taylor sign. That was a, a lot. Um, but a lot of guys moved around. There, there's just a lot of people moving around teams. Uh, um, I, I liked what the Giants did. Uh, they got Waller in the trade. They got uh, Bobby 
Okariki, right. linebacker, he's good from the Colts. Yeah, so, I wouldn't have to go to the Bears. Um, the Jets are signing all of Aaron Rodgers' wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that, you know. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, like, why do you want the weapons that Green Bay gave you that you said weren't Stuck. adequate weapons? Yeah. <clears throat> So, oh, wow. I mean, is, is, you guys think Aaron Rodgers definitely go to the Jets then? Yep. Well, he already – it's now up because, you know, he went on Pat McAfee because right. he had to tell him there. It's not – he's already – he made his decision a while ago, he says. It's the two teams trying to get compensation. Well, well the, the it's, 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 it's up to the Packers. And, and I think that's kind of the reason why he got on there and because everyone's, like, wondering, like, are you that much of a psychopath? You're going to sit there and hold teams hostages. He's like, no, he's like, it's, it's the Packers. They, they want, you know, compensation for me, but they started talking about Brett Favre and that compensation. And they got rid of Brett Favre for a fourth round pick. So equally, that's what the Packers need to do just to end this whole thing. Because, he does not want to play for the Packers. The Packers don't want him. He's not going back to the Packers or he retires. So they have a decision to make. You could take a second to a fourth round pick for him. I still think, you know, if you hate Zach Wilson so much, just give him the Packers. Sh- ship him Zach but they Wilson. don't want to do that because it looks bad. The, the Jets would actually like to keep him and have him study under Rodgers. Makes sense. Well, they got rid of Mike. Rogers only <laughs> played through three years. That's all it. Well, the problem is, is the Jets are so desperate. Yeah. Because, so if if the Jets don't get Rogers, right? They're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you just got rid of Mike White. I don't understand that. So, that's where, the, and I get where everyone's saying, well, yeah, the pa- Packers need to do this trade just because of the cap. No, the Packers would be like, no, man, we saw you sign Alan Lazard. We saw what you're doing. You need to give us a first and a second. That's the question is, is what are they going to give up? Like what, what is, what is, what are the Jets going to give up to get this? And, and if it's a first and second, I think the Packers make out real well. Or at least like a first and then a conditional pick. If right. Rogers doesn't retire after one year, you know what I mean. I would if they're I was the Jets, but they're gonna hold but, their feet dude, to the fire. By the Jets, I would say here's a second this year and a first next year. Yeah, that's what wow. I would go for. Because <clears throat> you don't forgetting, up. you know, the Packers didn't make the playoffs, and Aaron Rodgers didn't look like the old Aaron Rodgers. Right, right. right. But then so, you, the question always comes up: Is did he want to bleat? Was he playing as hard as he could? Did he want to be there? Uh, I mean, you remember the first half of the year when, like, his receivers weren't running the routes right? They were dropping balls. Like, you, you got to think that at that point he was like, dude, I just want to quit right now. Well, the problem so, is his foot's been halfway out the door for the last three years. Right. He's been holding and, the backers and, hostage. And, 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 and the reason, the only reason they're in that situation, the only reason Devontae Adams <laughs> left is because he left him hanging. He's like, I don't know if he's going to be here or not. So I might as well go play with Derek Carr. Because I, you know, I know I'm going to go. 
I don't know if he, you know, that it, Rogers put this on himself to a certain extent. You know, he's like, because Adam's like, all right, I guess to go to the Raiders. I don't right. know. He, every year, it's the same thing over and over, and the Packers are sick of it. But the question is, how how much are they sick of it? Like, <laughs> you, you got to feel bad for Devontae Adams. <laughs> Here, here's mean, a funny story, though. Think about it. The Packers have done it to themselves. This is the second time they've done this. Right. I mean, Brett Favre wanted to continue playing. They drafted Aaron Rodgers to push Brett Favre out. And what how ha- and now it's like the same thing. They drafted Jordan Love. So before Brett Favre was getting all pissed off. Now Aaron Rodgers is getting all pissed off because Jordan lives there. Well, if 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 the the thing is this. All Aaron Rodgers had to do is go to practice first day of practice and look at Jordan Love. It's <laughs> like this guy's gonna fucking replace this him. Guy's trash. He's not good. <laughs> Jordan Love is not good. He will not replace. He is not Aaron Rodgers. Well, he is and- not the answer. The, I guarantee it. They've already they've already known this. Oh, he won't be. An excuse. They, he won't be starting quarterback there. If you think about it. When Brett Favre was there with Aaron Rodgers, they were like, "Okay, peace out, Brett. You can go." Right. Dude, with Aaron Rodgers, they're like, "We'll put but, up with but Jordan Love ain't gonna come in and ball and win a Super Bowl in his third year. He's not that type of player." And that's yeah, the, no. I know. I, I agree. I, I think. I think. I think both sides should concede. Like, hey, sorry, sorry, Aaron. We just we're trying. To, we're hedging our bets. This guy's not very good. And Aaron Rodgers to say, I, I know, I know he's not very good because I watch him in practice. He's not very good. So what are we fighting about here? What, well, what's the fight about? Here's the thing. Okay, they went that way. What did the Patriots do with Tom Brady and Garoppolo? God. Brady's like, get this guy out of here. Right. Wait a minute. <laughs> so where's Garoppolo? I know, but that's what happened, right? Because no, the- yeah, I mean. The Patriots drafted Garoppolo to be Brady's replacement, and he's like, no, man, I'm staying forever. Trade this guy now. <laughs> right. Where right. the Packers should have been like, oh, shoot, let's trade Jordan Love. Get him out of here. They should They should have. They should have because he's not very good. And then he wouldn't have this drama because I don't think Aaron Rodgers would have just like, because oh, he knew – because now – because then he got mad at them. So then he jacked up his price, right? Because he knew that right. Jordan Love was going to take over. But the stupid part is this. And I think this is what Aaron Rodgers doesn't understand. It's like Christian Watson balled last year. I mean, honestly, he did have weapons. Now Lazard's gone. It doesn't matter. He might as well go to the Jets. Well, yeah, they got Garrett Wilson. actually had some weapons. Yeah. And if he would have stuck it out, being in the NFC is a lot better. It's a lot easier path than going to the freaking Jets. Oh, I'm going to play against Buffalo two two times. And I'm going to play against the Dolphins. And I'll guarantee you this. The Patriots are not very good. But I guarantee you Belichick is like this. Hey, I've never really played. Everyone talks crap about Aaron Rodgers and me. Like, let me have a piece of Aaron Rodgers. I mean... It is not going to be easy task to win that division. If you uh, I, don't, I don't think they win the division. I think Buffalo wins the division. Uh, they should. Even with Buffalo Aaron Rodgers. should win the division. And then, obviously, Miami, you know, is going to 
they'll be good. So it, sure. it's going to be tough, right? Uh, throwing Mike White. <laughs> what? what Maybe he's got they signed Mike, Mike White. White did. I like what Mike about Tom White. Brady. I like Mike White. Tom Brady's in Miami, man. What's going on? He's gonna unretire. He's gonna unretire again. That's why okay. I, I keep so, I keep seeing this stuff. Let's let's get into let's get into some March Madness. Uh we'll have more NFL, obviously, closer to the draft, but uh we gotta we gotta talk some March Madness here. So let's uh wait, you guys wanna do first round upsets first, or you wanna do uh your picks? Let's do first round upsets, then end on our okay. picks. All right, let's let's talk about some potential upsets here. So I don't have a lot of first round upsets, to be honest with you. I mean, even my upsets, well, I guess there's a couple. I had a couple that are, you know, close, could go either way. <sighs> uh, so, so give us, give us your biggest upset, Derek. What's your biggest upset? Um, so I have. I think is that the biggest one, or what? What do you think your biggest? Louisiana, oh, beating Tennessee. All right. All right, Louisiana beat Tennessee, so that's a four and a thirteen. The raging Cajuns. Okay. Um, that's tough. That's tough. I think I think Tennessee played against a lot of tough teams this year. They did, but they also a lot of it was a, they've not been as good lately. They were really good at the beginning of the year, and they've kind of taken a nosedive. They're tw- they were twenty three and ten. Um, they lost right. to Kentucky twice. They lost to Texas A and M. I mean, those are good, solid teams, right? Yeah, probably Alabama, right? Yeah, it says they beat Alabama, <laughs> but that was oh. early. Uh, they lost to Arizona, but I mean, Arizona's good. So that's a stretch. I mean, that's a tough one. That's that's going after it. Louisiana beat Tennessee. All right, Wes, what's your biggest upset in the first round? He's got to figure out which bracket he's going to look at. <laughs> you got to no, go with I'll the go, HSE. I'll, 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 go, I'll go with the HSE podcast yeah, you gotta, bracket. You got to go with the HSE bracket. Which, <laughs> this, is pretty, this is pretty hardcore. Uh, I'm saying Colgate beats Texas. Wow, Colgate. Colgate is solid. But Colgate is solid? Oh, yeah, they're good. Just for like, they're just under the radar. They could play, All right. but the yeah. problem is Texas is hot, and that's I, a stretch. Look, I've been watching college basketball for a long time, and there's never a time in my life that I ever say Colgate is solid. Hey, they have all five starters are in double fit right. figures, and they are the number one three point shooting team in the nation. All right. I mean, I'm not saying it could happen. Texas, Texas just crushed Kansas, <laughs> right? So now I mean, have Colgate. That, them. <laughs> that was a tough one. All right, 
But it Texas is one Drake, of the worst three point shooting teams. Miami. Drake, right. Drake is going to be Miami. That's my other one. Racing me by. So I don't know. I I guess this is my biggest. It's 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 not a, it's a not a huge upset as far as seeds, uh, but as far as like. You know, just just thinking about this team going out in the first round is I have Providence beating Kentucky. Yeah, yeah I do too. And so for me, well, because I mean Kentucky, you think about one of those teams that's going to go deep, right? Historically, and so even though it's only a six and eleven, I think a lot of people take Kentucky to win games just because they're Kentucky. Yeah. Um. So I have Providence being Kentucky is one of my big ones. Kentucky got off to a bad start, but then they picked it up, and you Man. can see their talent. And they, sh- they, they can make a deep run. There, I think, I think they have something to prove. But Providence can beat them. Yeah, I think it'll be. Uh, I mean, hopefully, it's a good game and Providence wins because then, otherwise, I, I, you know, I'm wrong. But um, I, I just see it as, as like a game that either team could win in my eyes. So, uh, so I took Providence there as, as a big upset for me. Uh, another one, the other one I took, and again, this one's a little bit further away because this is a five and a 12. So I have Charleston uh, beating San Diego state. Yeah, I do too. And uh, so those are, those are two that I stick out for me. Uh, Derek, oh. what else you got? What go ahead, Wes. Oh, what do you uh, Furman over Virginia. Furman's one of the hottest <laughs> teams in the nation. They've won like the last eleven straight. So Furman over Virginia. So 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 Wes, how many uh, teens do you have going to best first round? <laughs> what are you talking about? How many how many teams that are seated in the teens do you have going past the first round? <laughs> that's All that's right. my question. <laughs> One, two. No, this ten to, 10's not a team. No. Ten, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a. It anything is? with two numbers. Do- we're talking anything, about double digits. Okay. Double, double digits. One, two, uh, three. I got Providence. Three. Uh, I got six. Six. Okay. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not one. too bad. Because I got one, two. Three, four, five. I got five. No, but I have some some of the uh, the closer ones. Like I got Boise State beating Northwestern. I did too. Yeah, I got as that. a seven and a ten. Yeah, and I have I have USC beat Michigan State as a seven and a ten. I did too. Um, I think that'll be a really good game. One team I know he's not the head coach anymore, but one team we haven't talked about as a twelve seed. That likes to make stunning runs in the tournament. VCU. VCU, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but that was a tough the, one. Yeah, it is a tough one. I, I but they, they have it. so much tournament experience. It's hard not to go with them, right? No, 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 no. It's it's tournament pedigree. That's right. why it was very hard for me to pick Alabama. Because of course, Alabama, top to bottom, is a great team. <laughs> the problem is they don't have the tournament pedigree like Duke has. Yeah. Or even UConn. 
Like, you get in the Final Four against those teams, you know, great. So, good. the reason but, I didn't take VCU is I think St. Mary's is, is a little bit perturbed about the way the conference tournament went, and I think they're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder saying, you know, we lost to Gonzaga. We, you know, we didn't play well. Yeah. We're better than that. We're better than this. And I think that. So that's why I didn't pick VCU over them in that particular. I want, I, that was close though. That was probably one of the hardest picks for me was the St. Mary's VCU game. It is. That that is a tough thing. Like out of 25 brackets, I probably picked 12. (laughs) Did uh, Derek, did you pick VCU? Yeah. So you have VCU winning that game, okay? Uh, any any other big upsets in the first round? People should be looking out for here. Well, we talked about this earlier off air, but none of us have the guts to do it, right? <laughs> but Oral Roberts is prime oh, for an upset on Duke. Right, Oral Roberts is good. It, you know uh, what? It, it's so it hard to pick them. It's so hard to pick them over Duke, though. Oh yeah, the way Duke's playing, uh, the, way, the way Duke's playing. I mean, it's like the same thing as Texas. It was like, why am I picking? Right. The, so the problem, <clears throat> the problem with that, I always run into the same issue when I'm picking these games, and and it should affect as much as it does. But I always look at too heavily who they play throughout the year. And when you look at a Duke, like they're playing so many tough teams all the time and Oral Roberts just isn't, you know, they're not playing that no. caliber of, of team. So but you must look out for Connor Vanover. <laughs> you know who that is? He's the He's next seven uh... five. Oh, really? <laughs> He's seven five. Wow. Uh, Oral Roberts is averaging. 84 points a game in yeah. college. Yeah. Pretty hardcore. The, the thing about Oral Roberts is, though, they always have very athletic teams. You know, they 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 have a lot of athletes on their team. And so they can uh, press you. You know, they can play an up, up speed game. Historically, you know, I haven't watched them much this year, but – uh, historically, they they can press and and they they're athletic and they play fast if they want. Yeah. Who knows? But other than At that, the end of the see. night, I might be changing my pick. I might take a while. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you know what? You probably have. You could do probably twelve more picks. Dude. Right, you got time. Right, it's not. I'm not allowed. Nothing set in stone yet. Well, you can still change your bracket though. I know. I got Duke going to the Elite Eight, so that might be messed me up pretty bad. Yeah, that'll mess you up pretty bad. No, I got uh, one of the brackets. I have Oral Roberts making it to the final and losing. So I get it all. I get every scenario. If I don't win, then yeah, I'm the biggest loser. There. So did you guys see win the uh, did you see the autofill brackets? I've done them all. Well, no, you can autofill brackets, and so I, I fill out a bracket that it's a they do a coin flip on each game. Yeah, that's cool. And I want to compare it. Like, if I lose to the coin flip, then did that's you, bad. <laughs> did you do the Did you do the chalk? 
The chalk's no, I, the worst one because uh, all it does is seed the higher seed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. So that I did one. the I chalk. Like, I'm like, this is bullshit. I was like, it's no all number one that. seeds. <laughs> so I went all the way back to 64 and I started modifying it, and then I sit it out. Yeah. So I got a, I got two chalks on here too out of 25. Well, I gotta tell you, my my bracket's pretty close to a chalk. <laughs> Uh, I have a few, I have, I have some games. So, so let's get into, so, uh, let's talk about, uh, your final four, uh, you know, who, who do you, how do you think it's going to play out and, and your champion? Okay. So I'll go first. And so I have, uh, in my final four, I've got, uh, three number one seats and a number two seed. So I got Arizona and Purdue. Uh, on one side, and I got Houston, Kansas on the other side. And uh, the Arizona-Purdue game, uh, I think that'll be a good game. I think Arizona is playing well. I, I think they don't have a particularly hard road to the to the Final Four. Uh, Purdue, I think, is playing really solid. I think Purdue wins that game, goes to the national championship game, and they'll play uh, the winner of Houston-Kansas. And that I think will be Houston. And overall, I've got Houston win the national championship. So that's well, my Houston final four. Break your heart again, huh? Yeah. What do you got, Derek? Uh, I have a two ones, a two and a four. I've got Alabama and Marquette and Houston and Yukon with Alabama beating Yukon in the finals. Alabama winning, huh? Yeah. All right. So, wait, what's your final four again? Final four is Alabama, Marquette, Houston, and UConn. Alabama, Marquette, Houston, UConn, and Alabama beating Mar uh, UConn. UConn. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Wes, what do you got for your final four? So, for the HSC uh, bracket, I got. Alabama beating Marquette. I got Kansas beating Indiana. And I got Alabama beating Kansas. You both have Alabama winning it, huh? Trust me. You know, wow. Like, it's brutal. It, no, trust me. I wanted to take Dukes or Marquette. Either one, so bad. But so, okay, give your, give your final four again, Wes. What's your final four? Alabama, Marquette, Indiana, Kansas. With Alabama beating Kansas. Kansas. All right. So those are our HSC Final Four picks. Who's going to win the Final Four? Who's going to be your national champions? So uh, I'm going to put out a video just for that so people could see that. And, uh, and we'll cut that separately. So let's talk about uh, that just for a second now that we've got that out of the way. Um, so you, neither of you guys had Purdue going. So uh, why don't you guys think Purdue is a Final Four team? Guard play. Uh, Edie, of, Edie is an, uh, a beast. There's no doubt about right. that. It just comes down to guard play. I mean, there's been plenty of teams in the last 20, 30 years that had gr a great center, and they just don't – like Tim Duncan. You know, Tim Duncan, you know, they just – they you need good, really good guard play. And I would have taken Houston if Sasser wasn't hurt. 
but sad. Where do you have where do you have Purdue losing? So are they losing to Marquette? Uh they are losing to Duke. Or Duke, huh? Yeah, they're losing to Duke. So yeah, Duke. You guys both have Duke beating Purdue in yeah. the Elite Eight. I don't know in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then let's see. So Marquette, I think Marquette has a pretty easy road, to be honest with you. Mar- Marquette, that was a tough one. I get them in two of my brackets, but um, uh, they they have great guard play. They're just not very big, but as long as they stay out of foul trouble, I mean, they're the most dangerous team because yeah, of their, their bracket is not, and it's not it's not that hard. But right, I mean. Honestly, the honestly the safe bet is Marquette because Alabama has no pedigree for anything. Like, at, if you look at they did all the like people that pick them. Like, there's been nine million brackets put out. Alabama leads as the winner. But what people understand is they've never won anything. They've never Alabama, even been close to winning anything. I have Alabama losing to Arizona in the elite eight. But Alabama's got like the best player in the country. Yeah, and that's they got two of the top five, don't they? Yeah. Like draft picks. Like yep. they're gonna go. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so I mean Alabama's obviously that's you both got them winning. Uh so how about so Houston? I don't think Houston particularly has a tough uh, road at all. It just depends uh, if Sasser's healthy. He got hurt. Well, I think and he's if gonna, Sasser's they, not they, well, then they're kind of screwed. They rested him for the he yeah. could have he could have played. He'll be back in the in the championship game, right? They just but they already knew they were a one seed, so they rested him, yeah. and they still almost came back and won it. Because you think yeah. about it, like. They'll have Xavier, in my opinion, they have Xavier, Texas, and I actually have Xavier beating Texas uh, and then them beating Xavier. But to me, in that Elite Eight game, it's going to be Xavier, Texas, right? And a healthy Houston, I think, beats either of those teams. Yeah. Well, I got I got Houston Final Four. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, Houston, what was your uh, – who did you have there, Wes? Did you have Texas or – what? In the, it, you had Texas against Kansas. No, no, I had uh, I had Indiana versus Kansas. Oh, Indiana, yeah. So I I no, did have Indiana going to the uh, Sweet Sixteen. The only reason is the Indiana does have some things going on right now. I just don't think they have enough to win the championship. I just think they have enough to get the final four. So you have Indiana and Kansas. All right. Yeah. Uh, Kansas, again, not a hard road, right? No. When I look at those teams over there, I just don't see any team in that bracket that could be, or at least up to the Elite Eight. No. That could be Kansas. I think, I think, People need to watch after UConn, though. UConn can be depends well, Derek, on their guard play. UConn's good, but Derek's got you. You got UConn in the championship, right? Yeah, and Wes has them in the final four. All right. Yeah. I have them. UConn's I have them good. losing to St. Mary's. 
Well, I mean, that's that's well, I don't have to worry about that because St. Mary's is losing to VCU, (laughs) right? Yeah, Uh, so we'll circle that St. Mary's UConn game if it happens. Uh, let's see, TCU, um. Yeah, I got them losing to Gonzaga, but that was a tough pick. The TCU Gonzaga game, I think that'll be a good game. Yo, TCU is pretty good. That's right. gonna be tough for Gonzaga. Yeah, I think that'll be a really good game. That was that wasn't an easy pick. Um, and if Gonzaga makes it through that, that's an achievement. Then they gotta play <laughs> probably have to play UCLA. I mean and then well, so the problem with UCLA was they have such an easy bracket, but they have so many injuries. I was right. like Man, they're injured, but then they're not playing anybody. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's true. But, yeah, man, I I know it was against Arizona, but I was watching that game, and it just ingrained in my brain that they cannot shoot at all. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, so many wide-open threes, and they were just, like, bricks. But they have, like, three guys hurt. Yeah, I know. And they're not going to be back either. Well, I think isn't there isn't there a big guy coming back? But he's not going to shoot threes. Yeah, yeah, but that helps him inside. But but uh, losing Clark kind of yeah. crushes their momentum. Oh yeah. But again, like what they got, they got UNC Asheville, right, and then they got Boise State or Northwestern, and then finally they play you know Gonzaga or TCU most likely. So I mean, it's hard not to pick UCLA to go to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I got them in the Sweet 16 because it is, but then I have them losing. But right, me too. But still, it's like it's hard not to get them that far considering who they have to play. If they were completely healthy, they'd go to the finals. Oh, I I would have them definitely in the final four, probably maybe in the national championship game. Yeah. Uh, so so that kind of gets to the four brackets there. So you guys both got Alabama. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Houston, they're probably let me down again, but they have two really good players also, you know, on their team. And I think as, as good as Alabama's players. Yeah. They are I just, good. I've taken Houston, I think the last two, <laughs> two years to make it to the finals. They kind of get oh, there eventually, no right? Each time my, they couldn't. You haven't seen my other brackets. Talk they about can't taking. shoot. I took Creighton the last couple of years. I'm like, screw Creighton. But I started looking at all the numbers. Actually, Creighton's not a bad bad bet either. I have Creighton going to the Sweet 16. Dude, I got him winning in two of my brackets. I actually have them beating Baylor. That was a tough pick. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that, Baylor, that was, I, but you know I what? I say that was really hard. You never know about Baylor. I mean, that's the thing about these teams. You just don't Creighton, Creighton could lose to NC State, though, in the first round. They could. Everyone's trashing NC State because, oh, they shouldn't be in the tournament. I'm like, they can beat. You know, they're, yeah. they're formable. The reason I picked Creighton in there is Creighton also has a lot of tournament experience. They also – Overall, they have the best free throw shooting team in the nation. Right. They, they they don't have a very good bench. They're not deep, but their starters are are really good, and they they shoot really good free throws, and that's important in the tournament. So as long as they stay out of foul trouble, they're good. So that's the look problem. at the look at the first round 
games. What what are what's what do you think is gonna be some of the best to watch? Like if you're gonna oh. get to watch a couple first round games, like what no, games no, do you dude, there's so many good games? Well, dude. like let's pick a couple. Let's put like pick oh, a couple. Dude. Like what if if you, you could only watch a couple, what which ones would you watch? I'm watching them all, Steve. <laughs> I got my phone <laughs> ready. I'm gonna be working at home. Right. Me on. Dude, I know, dude. I, I have to go to the so office many tomorrow good too. Games. It's stupid. You well, can't you even... always got to go with the five twelves, right? All five twelves right. are probably. I think five twelve games are good. Like so, VCU St. Mary's. I think that's a good game to watch. Personally, like I would love to watch that game. Duke Oral Roberts is going to be a good game. I yeah. think. Watch Duke win by like twenty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I apparently, Auburn, apparently, I Virginia. Virginia Furman is going to yeah. be the game to watch. Uh, Iowa and who? Who's, Iowa who's and that? Auburn. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that should be a good game. Yeah. Here's the another Mem- one. Memphis. Memphis and Florida Atlantic. That's going to be a good game. <laughs> yeah. Florida Atlantic like leads the nation in scoring. Eight and nine. Yeah. Here's, here's my other one, and this would just – this is what's so funny is I'm hedging my bets on UConn, but they're playing Iona in the first round. Yep. Ooh. Rip Patino. And that's tough because that's Patino, man. I'm very scared. Maybe there might be some text messages to you guys when I change my mind on UConn. I haven't decided I, yet. I might switch yeah. over to Iona, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the Michigan State USC game will be fun to watch. I think that'd be that's a game to watch. Uh, let's see anything else here. Oh, uh, Xavier uh, Kennesaw State. Mm-hmm. Well, of yeah, course. I don't and really then Tennessee losing to um, Louisiana. Um, oh, right. Yeah, you can't miss that one. <laughs> So, I mean, I know all the games are good, but there's definitely some games that I want to watch, like I don't want to miss, right? Like, Well, and you know, that's the good thing about March Madness, and especially in the early games, you don't have to watch them right away. Right. You look at the scores, and you're like, oh, second half, Duke's losing. I better start watching this game. Yeah, you switch you know? to the games that are, are close. <laughs> or right? you could be like, oh, Duke's up by 30. I guess I don't have to worry <laughs> about this. But isn't it crazy that, you know, when that happens, because you got your bracket going, how much of a fan or, you know, how exciting that comes. I, I know, like, when those games get close or, like, you got an upset picked and they're winning or it's a close game, you're like, man, I don't care. I got to watch this game. I know, like, last year I did really well in the first round. And then, like, all my Final Four teams lost in the second round. <laughs> Yeah, I, had, I didn't have a strong first round. I mean, I didn't have a bad first round, but a couple of my teams that were going deep, like Iowa, killed me last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, North Carolina helped me right. because I had them going all the way, and they got a lot of points from them. And they're because they're an eight seed. Yeah. So that's what you got to do. You got to figure out that that high seed that goes deep because that's where you get all the points, you know? Because yeah. no, not a lot of people have them. Utah State, everyone's like, 
talking about Utah State, they're really good. But yeah, yeah. The problem is, is I've picked Utah State the last few years, and they keep losing <laughs> for me. Yeah, you got to forget previous years. You know, you can't you can't let that affect your decisions. No, honestly, there's a lot. I mean, even teams like Iowa State and Kansas State, you can't Texas A and M. Texas A and M solid. Like, there's so many good teams. It's very hard to. That's why I did 25 brackets. <laughs> like I'm I'm covering all my bases here. Like there's so many good teams. Like this we don't know how but to West, there, there's only one that matters. There's only one that matters. The HSC bracket. The HSC I bracket. Really know that. <laughs> it's the only one that matters. All right. Well, good stuff. Um uh final, any final thoughts we wrap up here? Anything we missed? It's just the one of the most wonderful times of the year, man. We don't yeah. watch college basketball all year, and now it's just like yeah. we're hooked uh, Thursday I, through I, Sunday. I generally get most of the conference tournaments, you know, at least late in right. the tournament, so I get those games for sure. Um, I, I do watch Carolina games throughout the year, you know, when I can. It's not like I'm scheduled for everyone, but, you know, so I guess there, I watch a few, but you're right. It's like it's not like NFL. You know, well, being a Florida fan, they're dirt garbage right now, so I have no right. reason to watch college basketball <laughs> during the season. Well, <laughs> Carolina didn't even make the tournament, dude, and had so. everyone back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone back, and they were the, the preseason number one. Uh, yeah, so uh basketball nba is getting interesting so we will have that you know we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in the upcoming you know month or two uh crazy stuff happened throughout basketball this year but uh they're in an interesting position you know it's uh, that'll be interesting to watch with the play-ins and there's a lot of people getting close there and but nba playoffs is always fun too so my Knicks uh, are decent. Yeah. Yeah, you got something to to cheer for there. And the Blazers got a second mascot. Oh, God. <laughs> they had to that's get a hipster. Let's just stick in that from our memory banks. They had to get a, a liberal hipster mascot to go along with their, their other mascot. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my gosh, Wes. Look, it, look it up, Wes. <laughs> All right. We'll look, we'll look. Oh, look, look it up. The Blazers' new mascot. Well, their second mascot because they're not getting rid of Blaze, but they're at the second. Uh, so, all right, good stuff. So, everybody, listen. Well, thanks for listening. It's like it looks like a cross between like a hipster and a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. Oh, dude, it's horrible. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and like, uh, comments, always welcome if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you guys next time.